Welcome to the Churchmount Sheepdogs podcast. In this series, I interview handlers and experts from Ireland and indeed from all over the world. And the aim of the series is to spark new ideas for training and trialing for the listener as a result of these conversations. The series is in part sponsored by Away With Dogs, a new sheepdog trial YouTube series. And you can find out more on awaywithdogs.co.uk. Recently I was in Denmark and I got to stay at Home Guard Border Collies with Eric and Marie-Louise. We had a right bit of a conversation the night I was staying there and it was fierce interesting and as usual we stayed up a bit too late. But uh, I couldn't help but thinking it would be lovely to get a little bit of that information there uh, and be able to share it. So I asked Eric the next day if there's any chance he'd do a bit of an interview for me and we were both a bit awkward. It's the first one I've ever done, and uh, so the sound quality is not a hundred percent, but the ideas are good. And uh, if anything, I think it's just it might be a little bit too short. Eric puts a lot of thought into how he trains his dogs, and he's not restricted to one type of dog either. And uh, like you can see the results there, he was a world trial finalist this year, and uh, back in two thousand eleven, I think he came fourth in uh, in Cumbria in the UK. So uh, you know he knows what he's talking about. So. Anyway, we'll start with this interview, and I hope you like it. Wondering uh, what it was living in Denmark. What it was that ever got you started in sheepdogs? How did you ever come across uh, border collies? It's all started uh, in nineteen eighty-two when I was in New Zealand and uh, working on the farm with cows, and they had two border collies and. We did all the. We were full trained, and we did all the work on 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 the farm. And I thought, if I ever got sheep or cows, I, I'll buy a, a border collie when I come back to Denmark. Yeah. Yes. And uh, in 1992, I had got some sheep, and so I brought the first uh, pup, eight weeks old pup, and I start to train the pup. And I've got made a lot of mistakes, but uh, I managed to move my sheep around with this border collie and. So I start to train with other people, and uh, so I come into training, trialing four or five years later. I yes. start my first class one trial. Yeah. Yes, and there were trials in Denmark that time. Yes, ah. we they were started twenty years uh, earlier. Uh, uh, started up in the Danish uh, uh, herding club, and 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 uh, yeah, we had class one, two, and three, and was on the continental when I started. Yeah, ah, yeah. very good, and. So the type of dog that you started out with, has the kind of dog that you like now, has that changed much or do you still look for the similar, similar kind of qualities? Yeah, the first dog I got uh, didn't want to work together with me, but she was good at doing the work herself. Mm. But, you know, it's not a good dog on a trial field. You yes. have to work together on a trial field if you, you have to get some results. Yes. So a dog I look for now is, is a dog... A strong dog that will work together with me, but still can think a little bit themselves. And 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 when I give them a command, they'll take the command. So to have the feeling, we work together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So your style of handling it isn't because I see some handlers that that they like to control everything, and and then I see some handlers that are a little bit loose. But you like a bit of a mixture where you're not completely the boss. You like to let the dog think a little bit too. Uh, in the start, when I trained them, I think. I control them a lot, but when when I feel that 
and now I have them where I want them. I give them more and more freedom. Yes, to yes. to do uh, to cover for the sea and and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I think you get to see a lot of the dog, then you get to see a lot of the natural ability. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so you you must have had a few dogs in that time. In in Ireland, uh, I often hear guys say that oh, you only ever get one good dog in your life, and uh, I hear a lot of people say. Oh, it's so hard to get a good dog. What What do you feel about that? I feel if 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 you uh, good enough tra trainer, you can get. If you have a good dog, uh, you can get uh, something good out of it. All, all, all dogs have some faults, but you have to cover for oh, them and and uh, for cover for the fault in the dog and yes. and, and and lots of dog. You if you train enough, you can get them all right. Yeah. Yes, yes. If they want to work together and. Have the sheep sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, have you had one best dog, or do you think that uh, the two or three dogs you've had were all equally good? Or what no, they're no, not equally, but it's different dogs. All three of them. But I have my old Moss. Uh, he he was a strong dog and 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 a little bit slow, but 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 uh, I, I made it to the top with him. And 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 old Joe. He was not the strongest dog, but he was very clever. Yes. So he could he could move ne nearly everything because he was so clever. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And um, and I see this year you were in the the world trial final, and and it's not your first time in the final. Uh, the thing I often wonder about is when I see a guy like you, and and you put in all this preparation, and you get to the world the world trial and through the semifinals, and then the night before the the world trial final, I often think, what, what do you be thinking about, or what what goes through your mind? Uh, I, I don't think so much about it because I found out if you just relax, the last thing I tell myself before I go into a field is just training. That usually relax. Yes. The more you relax, the better you do. Yes. If if you, you if you want to do too much, you can you can overdo it and it go down into the dark. It, I learned myself to relax when I was on on the final on the world trial. I had a, like when I was uh, doing the job. When I was feeling and I put the five in the pin, I wake up. I didn't realize there was people around me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was in my own world, oh, and, and I put myself in. Yeah. my I didn't hear anything from behind. I just oh, put put myself into yeah, yeah. what I had that's to do together with the dog and the sheep. Yeah, yeah. yeah and try to relax and enjoy it. Yeah. And so I'll say for somebody like me, and and I have a lot of tension. How do I get myself into that kind of a state of mind and that kind of level of concentration and relaxedness? How could you practice or try and it prepare? It took me a long time. In the start, I was very nervous and, yeah. and I saw this, everything goes wrong. But so I found out, I tried uh, some not so important trying to relax. And now, so I found, oh, it works. So, yeah. so now I, I don't worry about what people are thinking. I just relax and enjoy it. And, yeah. and it has really given me a kick up. Yeah. In, a, in a in a in a trialing business. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Well, there's one thing we, we we spoke about there last night, and I just think it's quite interesting. Uh, we talk about some handlers that maybe they they just train one dog. Uh, uh, they have a one system for training. But I heard you say that uh, it's good to kind of keep your thinking a little bit elastic. Yeah. Uh, could you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, but if if, if you have a problem with a dog. One way or the other, I, I try, I try to to do something to to get into a brain on a dog. If this 
that what I tried don't work. I tried to put it another way. Yes. As I started to thinking in the evening, what can I do tomorrow to come into yes. to the brain to get it right? Yes. Sometimes if you go a little around it, then you'll find a way in and, and get it okay. Yeah, yeah. And do and you think it's possible to fix faults? I hear some people say that the fault never goes away. What do you think? Yeah, some of the faults you can fix, but there are always some faults is very difficult. Yeah. If it's too slow in the, in the lift, is one of the very difficult things to to, to fix. But yes. for the flanking and uh, get the dog more relaxed, then you can fix this if you train hard enough. Another on it, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, listen, it's been lovely visiting with you in Denmark, and uh, thanks very much for the interview. Yeah, and uh, thank you very much for coming and judging. Yes, we really enjoyed you. Yeah. Stay here. Yeah, thanks, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks for listening. I hope this interview has sparked some new ideas for you. If you want to support Churchmen and to learn more about us and how we train dogs, you can become a Patreon subscriber over at our website at churchmansheepdogs.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Churchman Sheepdogs.